was speaking to nobody in the hollow air with no human ear to hear for one knows even before they escape into the solitude of the room the words which are about to come from one's mouth and when they resound mournfully in the silence they sound no more than an echo the strange echo of words murmured in an undertone by the brain i took a mistress a young girl just like all the young girls who work in paris at a profession too poorly paid to keep them she was a sweet good little thing her parents lived at poissy occasionally she would go to spend a few days with them for a year i lived uneventfully with her fully intending to leave her as soon as i should find a girl attractive enough for me to marry I proposed to leave her a small income for among people of our class it is commonly acknowledged that a woman's love must be paid for in cash when she is poor in presents when she is rich but one day she informed me that she was going to have a child i was aghast in a flash i foresaw the ruin of my whole life i saw the chain i was doomed to drag with me till the day of my death everywhere i went in my future family life in my old age forever the chain of the woman bound to my life by the child the chain of this child which must be brought up watched protected while all the time the secret must be kept from it and from the world i was utterly cast down by the news and a vague desire a desire i never expressed but felt in my heart ready to leap out like men hidden behind doors waiting the word to spring a criminal desire lurked in the recesses of my mind supposing there were an accident so many of these little creatures die before they are born oh i had no wish to see my mistress die poor girl i loved her well but perhaps i desired the death of the other before i saw it the child was born In my little bachelor apartment was a family, a sham family with a child, an unnatural thing. The child was like all babies. I did not love it. Fathers, you know, do not love till later. They have not the natural passionate tenderness that belongs to mothers. Their affections have to wake little by little. Their souls come upon love little by little. through those bonds which each day draws closer between human beings who share each other's lives another year went by now i shunned my cramped little house littered with linen and swaddling clothes and socks the size of gloves a thousand objects of all kinds lying on a table on the arms of a chair everywhere above all i kept away so as not to hear him cry for he cried on every occasion when his clothes were changed when he was washed when he was put to bed indeed always i had made some friendships and in a drawing room one day i met your mother i fell in love with her and the desire to marry her woke in my heart i wooed her and asked her hand in marriage it was granted me and there i was caught in a trap i must marry this young girl i adored already having a child of my own or i must tell the truth and renounce her my happiness my future everything for her parents who were very strict would never have consented to the marriage if they had known all 
I spent a terrible month of agonizing moral torment, a month during which a thousand terrible thoughts haunted me. Then my mistress's mother fell ill, and I was left alone with the child. It was December and frightfully cold. What a night! My mistress had just gone. I had dined alone in the little parlor and softly entered the room where the baby slept. I sat before the fire in an armchair. A dry, icy wind blew outside and rattled the window panes, and through the window I could see the stars glitter with that keen light they have on frosty nights. Then the obsession, which for the last month had haunted me, entered into my head anew. The moment I sat still, it descended upon me and gnawed my brain. It gnawed me as fixed ideas do, as cancer must gnaw the flesh. I felt it there in my head, in my heart, in my whole body.